Welcome to the Rookie Leaders Podcast, the podcast of veteran leaders offering leadership lessons to newbies. Whether you're brand new to leadership or expanding your leadership responsibilities, this podcast will provide the knowledge and experience you need to lead courageously and effectively. This podcast is a production of the Credible Leadership Group, a coaching and consulting firm devoted to your leadership development, career advancement, and personal growth. Learn more at CredibleLeaders.com. Now, here's your host, Michael Tanner. Well, hello there, friend. Michael Tanner here, your host. Welcome to another episode of the Rookie Leaders Podcast. As always, I am so grateful that you've chosen to tune in to our leadership content here on the Rookie Leaders Podcast. Hey, today we're going to continue in our series through the 14 Marine Corps leadership traits. Today we're going to be talking about uh, the letter C in our acronym. We're going to be talking about courage today. Um, and if you if you want to go back and kind of review through the entire uh, series of Marine Corps leadership traits. You can go all the way back to episode number 46. Episode 46 is where I kind of give an overview of all 14 of the Marine Corps leadership traits. And then um, throughout the series, we have, um, we, we've taken each of the 14 and kind of done a deep dive into the, each of those 14 leadership traits. And today we're on, let's see, I, I probably should have uh, done this earlier. We're on uh, 10, eight, number eight. We're on uh, uh, leadership trait number eight, which is courage. Uh, so we're going to continue on with that series. Again, you can go back to episode 46. If you want to kind of start from the beginning, there are some interview episodes, uh, mixed in between there, but it, it, episode 46 will be the very beginning of this series. If you want to go back and listen to that before we jump into courage, I want to again, remind you about the leadership calculator. I definitely want you to check this out, head over to the leadershipcalculator.com and you'll see our free calculator that will ask you several questions and from your answers on those questions it will calculate for you a leadership quotient and then it'll provide for you the details on, as to what level of leadership are you currently at and then it also gives you additional details on how do you grow your leadership effectiveness right so based on your calculated results, you will receive feedback into what areas of leadership do you need to work on the most? What areas of leadership will impact your leadership growth the most, right? So be sure you check that out. You need to measure your leadership and you need to do that in an effective way such that as you take the action necessary to grow, to increase your leadership capabilities, you can then remeasure and see that growth. So check that out, theleadershipcalculator.com. Highly encourage you to uh, check that out and utilize that tool to measure your leadership effectiveness. Now, having said that, let's jump in to today's topic. We're, again, we're going to be talking about the topic of courage and the, the leadership trait of courage. So as always, we're going to kind of dive into the Marine Corps manual. We're going to talk about the definition as it as it's described in the manual. We're going to talk about the significance that's documented there, and then I'll give you an example from the, the Marine Corps manual, and we'll talk through that. And then finally, from me, I want to give you some practical ways or tips that you can develop courage in your leadership. Now, up front, I'll say before I dive into the Marine Corps manual, I will say that I think courage is one of those mysterious aspects of leadership or, or maybe even of life where people feel like you either have it or you don't, 
right? You either have courage or you don't have courage. And I think a lot of people view courage as something that can't be taught or it can't be learned. And I don't really feel that way. I do feel like you can learn courage, that it's not something that's just uh, innate in every single one of us. I, I will admit to the fact that, that some of us naturally are more risk takers maybe or something like that. And so we seem to have more courage. Uh, but I don't think it's just a, a, a born a characteristic of a person, right? Either you have it or you don't. I do believe that there are actions that you can take. There are things that you can learn such that you can develop more courage, especially courage in your leadership. So I'll, I'll share from my own experience and some of my own knowledge, I'll share with you some tips on how you can build out uh, greater courage in your leadership. But first, let's go to the Marine Corps manual here. And let's first talk about the definition, according to the Marine Corps manual, of the word courage. So it says this, courage is a mental quality that recognizes fear of danger or criticism, but enables a Marine to proceed in the face of danger with calmness and firmness, right? I love this definition. So let's kind of unpack this a little bit. First of all, it says, you know, courage is a mental quality. So that mental quality is, so fear is all in the mind. Well, courage is all in the mind as well. And when I say, for instance, when I say fear is all in the mind, I, I'm not suggesting that fear is fictional, right? I'm not saying that at all, but it's a, it's a mental state. It's a mental quality, this, this, um, this fear. Likewise, courage is a mental quality, right? So if, if you're a Marine leading, a, you know, a Marine infantry unit, a, a fire team or a squad or a platoon, and you get into a firefight out in the field, that's a real danger, right? So again, I'm not suggesting in some way that fear is fictional, that, that the, the danger is not there, right? There are certain things, certainly things to be fearful of, but the fear itself is this mental state, this mental quality, and courage is also, is also a mental quality that's noted here in the, de in the uh, definition, but it's a mental quality that it recognizes fear. So a lot of people, I think, have this misconception that if you're courageous, that you don't fear anything. If you're a, you know, a high risk taker or something like that, then, then you do those things without any kind of fear whatsoever. I remember, and um, uh, well, I first did it while I was in boot camp in on Paris Island. I was rappelling. We rappelled down this wall, and then later, off of a you know a really high tower, we rappelled down this wall, and then. And then later, we also then repelled, um, kind of free fall repelled as if you were repelling maybe out of, a, out of a helicopter and so forth. And I'm one of those guys that I, I, I'm not paralyzed by my fear of heights, but I certainly don't like it. I'm not at all a big fan of heights. And so being up there and trusting that rope and tr trusting that I understood, you know, how to put my brake hand in, my, in the small of my back and, and all of those things, just kind of trusting that. Uh, it was very fearful, and rightly so, because uh, there is a real chance of falling, right? And and obviously, if you fall, then that's uh, th that that is high enough that that fall would certainly be a, at a minimum a serious injury. It could certainly even uh, be death. And so, the realities that, of danger there are certainly true. But in that 
in that situation, what I have to do is I have to recognize that, all right, I have fear. That's okay. And I've got to stay focused. And we're going to talk about the rest of the definition here about um, face that danger or face that fear with calmness and firmness, right? So it's that recognizing there is fear here. I I do fear repelling out of this helicopter and that's okay. You got to first recognize that you, that you have that fear uh, because it's a real danger. But I really like the way this definition also talks about the fear of danger or criticism. Now, I think that the or criticism there is really important because this manual is talking about Marine Corps leadership. So leaders, we have a, in the Marine Corps, we have a real danger of the activities that we're doing. Uh, we're in a firefight with an enemy or we're repelling out of a helicopter. There are real dangers that could injure us, even kill us. But then for leaders, we have that additional element of the possibility of criticism, right? So it's this recognizing the fear of danger or criticism. I I make a bad decision and my team's going to criticize me or I lead my team in a bad way and and the team is going to criticize me or my superiors are going to feel like I'm underperforming as a leader of this team. And so they're going to criticize me, right? So there's that fear of danger or criticism. But this mental quality that it talks about, it says, but enables a Marine. So this mental quality enables a Marine to proceed in the face of danger. All right. So again, we're recognizing this fear. Courage is not the absence of fear. Courage is simply acknowledging, recognizing the fear. But this mental quality that we have of courage enables us to proceed in the face of that that fear in the face of that danger with two things, calmness and firmness, calmness and firmness. And and those two aspects here of this definition, I think are very, very important as a leader. If we are leading, if we make a decision and we lead our team in that decision and we do that with a, uh, with an attitude of tremendous fear and trepidation and, and worry and concern, well, that doesn't, that doesn't foster a lot of uh, confidence in our team members and therefore their effort to, to, to execute on that decision may be a bit half-hearted because they don't have the confidence that our leader is, is, uh, is, um, you know, confident about this decision. So we, we've got to have this idea of, of calmness in the face of fear, but then also we have to have this, aspect of firmness as well. So it talks about calmness and firmness, right? We've made a decision. Yes, I'm a little fearful of this decision, but we're going after it, right? And again, that calmness and that firmness, what it does is it prevents kind of a half-hearted effort on the part of your team and and the part of you as well, right? So in the face of danger, uh, we are recognizing our fear. This mental quality allows us to proceed even in the face of that fear of danger or criticism or so forth and we're proceeding with a calmness and a firmness okay so that's the definition uh, a breakdown of the definition in the marine corps manual of the word courage now it talks here about the significance what is the significance of courage as a leader and it says this knowing and standing for what is right even in the face of popular disfavor The business of fighting and winning wars is a dangerous one. The importance of courage on the battlefield is obvious. Okay. 
So knowing and standing for what is right, even in the face of popular disfavor. Okay, and it talks about winning the war on the battlefield. It's certainly there's plenty of danger. There's plenty of things to be fearful of on the battlefield. And the importance of courage on that battlefield is obvious, and that is such a true statement. But we've got to recognize as leaders, we may be in situations where we need to do the right thing. And sometimes the right thing is not the popular thing. But we have to have the courage. Remember the definition talked about courage is a mental quality that recognizes fear of danger or criticism. So sometimes as leaders, we have to do the right thing. And we know the right thing is not a popular thing. And so therefore, we might face criticism, right? So our team, so give you a for instance here, our team maybe is working on a very, very important project. That project has a deadline, lots of man hours, lots of money has been put into this project, and it has a deadline. We, we need to deliver on X date. Well, as we approach that date, you may recognize as the leader, you may recognize that there are some quality issues with the product that you and your team are producing. And you're faced with this decision of release on the date with that quality problem or delay the release such that you can fix the quality problem. Now, oftentimes, these are situations where the quality problem is significant enough that the right thing to do is pretty obvious. So if the quality problem is so significant that the obvious right thing to do is delay the release and actually solve the problem, that is probably not going to be a popular decision, especially when you then go to the rest of the business and say, hey, I'm sorry, we're going to be late. We're not going to deliver this on time. We have this quality issue. We have to fix that first. That's not going to be a popular decision that you've made because it impacts so many other people, so many parts of the business. Maybe it even puts the business in jeopardy in some way, but you know, it's the right thing to do. And as a, as a leader, you've got to have the courage in the, in the face of that fear of criticism, in the face of that fear of doing the unpopular thing, you're facing that fear with a calmness and a firmness and uh, you're doing the right thing. Okay, now, and then the example that's used here in the Marine Corps manual that I'll explain quickly for you is the example here is accepting criticism for making subordinates field day for an extra hour to get the job done correctly. So let me explain a little bit what this is. So accepting criticism for making subordinates field day for an extra hour to get the job done correctly. So field day in this scenario is clean up whatever area is in your charge. Now, sometimes this could be barracks. So maybe you have Marines that live on base, single Marines that live on base. And so they live in barracks, uh, dorm rooms, picture kind of dorm rooms. And you're leading that group of Marines and you make them spend an extra hour to clean their barracks, to clean their dorm rooms, to clean the, the, their living space. Um, maybe you work in the armory. And so you are cleaning up the armory, cleaning up old brass or sweeping floors or whatever it might be. You're, you're um, making the team uh, spend that extra hour to do an extra good job of cleaning field day so that we can get the job done 
correctly or well, or, you know, maybe you're getting ready for an inspection or something like that. You know, the right thing to do is to spend that extra hour. You know, the right thing to do is get that field day or that cleanup done appropriately, especially if you know that there's an inspection coming or something like that. You know, the right thing to do is get the job done correctly. And you know, that it'll take this extra hour to do so. But when you tell that team, hey, guys, uh, we're going to stay an extra hour today because we're going to get this field day done. You know, you're going to you're going to take some grumblings, some complaints, some criticisms, but you know, it's the right thing to do. And the courage is to kind of stand up to that criticism, to those grumblings, to those complaints and actually uh, lead the team in in that extra hour and getting the job done. Now, I'll always say I'll always um, add to this. Leadership is not about making the decision to take an extra hour to get the job done right and then just sit back and watch your team work for that extra hour or even worse, leave and expect the team to stay an hour and and do the extra work. If you're making the decision, we're going to spend an extra hour to get the job done right. You as a leader, you're right there with them, right? And so the decision would be we are going to stay an extra hour and get the job done correctly. That in and of itself will minimize some of the criticism and complaint. But even when there is criticism and complaint about that, you know it's the right thing to do. You stand up with courage and say, team, we're going to do this, right? So that's the example that's noted in the the uh, Marine Corps manual. Now, let me ask, let me offer for you a few tips from my own personal experience and knowledge around how do you build courage in yourself, right? In your leadership activities, in your life, in yourself. How do you build this trait of courage in yourself? So I've got three quick tips I want to share with you here. And number one is this. Number one is acknowledge your fear. Acknowledge your fear. Now, if we go back to that definition that's in the Marine Corps manual, remember it talked about recognizing fear. But what I'm talking about here is, yes, it's okay, like the Marine Corps manual talks about in the definition, we're recognizing fear. Well, that kind of gives this impression of I'm mentally recognizing the fact that I have fear right now, right? So when I was at the top of that rappel tower in boot camp and we had drill instructors yelling at me and all that, I, I didn't say anything out loud, but I was recognizing mentally, right? Mentally, I was recognizing in my mind, I have fear about this because of my fear of heights, right? But I'm talking about in this tip, acknowledge your fear. I'm talking about taking that a little step a bit above and beyond, just re- mentally recognizing you have fear. I believe as a, as a leader, it's appropriate to out loud, verbally, acknowledge your fears. Now, this is what this looks like sometimes. I'm, you know, I'm not talking about stand at your desk and you know just stand up and just out loud just say, hey, I'm, I'm fearful of this or this is what I'm afraid of. What I'm talking about is as you're leading your team and maybe you've made a decision and you're going to take uh, you know, a step in a different direction, it's okay to say to your team, hey, this, this next step that we're taking, it worries me a little bit. I'm a little fearful of this because I'm not exactly sure. I, I, don't, I don't know exactly what the outcome is going to be. So I am a little bit worried about this. But, uh, you know, we're going to lead into this together. And if we see that we need to make an adjustment to this decision, we'll make an adjustment and we'll do some some things a little different. That is perfectly acceptable. In fact, I would submit to you that that tells your team members that it helps you relate 
or helps them relate to you as the leader. They recognize that you've made a decision, you're calm about it, you're firm about it, but they now understand that you have some level of fear about it. You, you have some level of reservation about it that you've considered the ramifications of this decision and therefore you, you have some kind of concern or worry or fear about it. But they also know that you're willing to face that fear, proceed calmly and firmly, but you're also prepared to adjust if the uncertainty of this decision manifest right if something you're not getting the results that you hope to get your team then knows that you are willing to then adjust right so acknowledge verbally acknowledge out loud with your team whatever type of fear or concern you might have okay so that's tip number one and now tip number two here is take action you have to take action in order to defeat fear Action is the only thing that will defeat fear. If you try to kind of sit and wait until you're no longer afraid, then you'll never take action. You'll never take action. This is something that we learn uh, in Marine infantry training when we learn about um, when we find ourselves in an ambush. Okay, when we find ourselves in an ambush, we're taught, and, and we, we run through this drill so many times that it really it kind of becomes uh, muscle memory. But we're taught to, when we find ourselves in an ambush, to immediately attack, right? So whatever direction that ambush is coming from, we're taught to immediately attack that direction and attacking and you know firing back at and attacking those individuals that are, that are firing at us, that are shooting at us. One of the worst things that you can do when you find yourselves in an ambush like that is not do anything. Just kind of hunker down, hide behind a, a tree, a rock, a vehicle or something. That's one of the worst things you can do. If you just hunker down and don't take any action, then you're dead, right? You're not going to survive that ambush if that's the approach you take. And oftentimes, it's fear that causes the Marine to do that. It's fear that causes the Marine to not do what he's trained to do and to attack back at the, at the enemy. Instead, they freeze and, and they don't take action. The only thing that's going to overcome that fear that you have is taking action, right? So just recognize that you need to take action when you have fear, and that's the only thing that's going to start to alleviate the fear. You can't sit back and wait for, well, when I can make a good decision or when I come up with a different idea that I'm not afraid of, or then I'll take action. You've got to be really, really careful with that because that will paralyze you. You'll never take action if you wait for that day when you don't have any worries or you don't have any concerns or you don't have any fears. You've got to take action to overcome your fear. Now, tip number three is this. Make good decisions make good decisions. Now, what I'm going to do is I'm going to tell you to go back to episode number 52. Episode 52 is where we talk about the Marine Corps leadership trait of decisiveness. And in that, I talk a lot about how to make small decisions, how to make good decisions and so forth. So I, I highly encourage you to go back and listen to episode number 52, where we talk about decisiveness. But what you've got to ensure that you're doing, make as good a p decision as you possibly can. Now, and again, if you'll go back to episode 52, you'll, you'll hear me say this. 
Anytime you make a decision, you have to be willing to adjust. You make a decision to do something and you evaluate the results of what you're doing and you have to be willing to adjust that and maybe change the decision. Maybe you completely reverse the decision, go the opposite direction or whatever, but you've got to be willing to, to make the decision Take the action, right? So those are your three tips that I would share with you around how do you build courage in your leadership and in your life, you know, in your in yourself? How do you build up this leadership trait of courage? First of all, acknowledge your fear and then take whatever action necessary such that you can start to overcome that fear. Again, fear is the only thing that overcomes, or I'm sorry, action is the only thing that overcomes fear. And then lastly, Make the best possible decisions you can. And again, I would encourage you uh, visit episode number 52, where we talk about the Marine Corps leadership trait of decisiveness very thoroughly in that episode. So that's, I hope that's helped you build out, uh, understand and build out the leadership trait of courage in your leadership. Hey, let me uh, explain one more time. I definitely want you to check out the uh, leadership calculator. Head over to theleadershipcalculator.com. I encourage you to take advantage of that free calculator we have so that you can uh, identify your leadership effectiveness. And if you can measure your leadership, you can then grow your leadership. So be sure you check that out, theleadershipcalculator.com. And again, thanks so much for tuning in today. I hope again that this has helped you in understanding and building courage into your leadership. And we will continue on. We have three more um, leadership traits that will continue on through this series. But until I speak to you again next time, be blessed and lead well. This episode of the Rookie Leaders Podcast has ended, but never fear. You can find other binge-worthy podcasts and episodes at rookieleaders.com. If you like this episode, please rate and write a review in iTunes. If you haven't already, please subscribe to the podcast. And remember to share this episode with your friends and colleagues looking for leadership lessons of their own. We appreciate your support. For more great leadership content, head over to credibleleaders.com.